is a child abuse clinic that works with all forms of abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse, sexual abuse, and neglect. And we provide a comprehensive, holistic, and integrated service to children and their families. Now, why we say integrated? Because we work on different levels. We work on a micro level, meso level, and macro level. So looking on what, looking at the needs of the child, the child within the immediate context or confines of his or her setting, and then all other networks that the child may be connected to. So the healing is holistic. What are the biggest challenges you would you say um, uh, that um, that the teddy bear clinic experiences, or should I say, South Africa experiences as a whole when it comes um, to your organisation? Well, I think one the most uh, glaring crisis that we are currently facing, and that we've been facing for a long time, and it's just getting worse, is of course the funding challenges because the lion's share is getting smaller and smaller and the journey to healing is a very costly exercise because the Teddy Bear Clinic or Teddy Bear Foundation does not charge for its services simply due to the fact to make it more accessible to a wide population group, to make it accessible and available to people on the ground regardless of where they come from and who they are. So funding is definitely one of the crises that we are currently facing. But there are other challenges as well in terms of our stakeholders or role players or partners in this journey to healing. We find that we are not getting the support we need from SAPS, for instance where victims' rights are violated and victims are being subjected to secondary victimization. Now, what that actually means is that when victims go to police stations to make a disclosure, you know, accompanied by their families, the way they're received is not always in the best interest of the child. In fact, they are brutally interrogated and questioned, like, why did this happen? Or... uh, actually blamed for what has happened. Mm. So those are just some of the challenges. I could go on ad infinitum, but these are the glaring ones that we are currently grappling with and trying to address it to mobilize some action. It sounds like the support is not there uh, when you say from the SAP side more than anything, and that's your biggest um, focus right now this year, I would, I would, I would um, assume. Indeed, and, and as I say, we are currently working on it where we've actually... Worked in collaboration with SAPS and people from the National Prosecutions Authority, developing a protocol, a checklist for victims looking at their rights because when they get to a station level, they actually don't know what their rights are and they allow themselves to be violated because they don't know any better or any differently. So we are being proactive and we are mobilizing action. What advice would you give for somebody who is in that situation that doesn't have the Teddy Pay Clinic with, um, as, as their support um, and goes into a situation like that and finds themselves um, at a police station or thinking about going to police station because they have been abused, violated um, or put in a very compromising situation? 
So the most important thing is that people need to escalate the matter. If they do not get joy or rhyme at the first port of call, they need to continue escalating it. They need to con- they need to contact people uh, that are working in you know the advocacy of children, like the Teddy Bear Foundation, this Childline. There are other organisations that can stand up. So they need to contact people. They need to speak to station commanders. There's cluster commanders. There are people. There's a whole hierarchy which they should not overlook because that is exercising their rights and ensuring that it gets addressed at some level. Um, as citizens of South Africa, how can we assist the Teddy Bear Clinic just go from um, amazing to extraordinary? How can we assist you this year? Thank you for that because we need so much community support. As I mentioned in terms of uh, funding, but we also need voluntary support where we need uh, you know, re- physical resources where people can make themselves available. We have continuous programs throughout the year. So we would have our Easter events where we have special activities for the children that come through our Journey to Healing program. We organize it in the different regions, in the West Rand, in Soweto, in the greater Johannesburg area, where they could get physically involved in the activities, in the rollout of the program, which usually occurs on a Saturday. We have holiday programs during the school holidays, trying to ensure the protection and safety of children outside of school time where there's no monitoring and supervision of the children. So people could assist with the actual, uh, you know, activities during that time, but also in terms of assisting with making of uh, refreshments, sandwiches, or providing some kind of donations towards that. Our big activity as well, or event for the year, is the 94.7 uh, Cycle Challenge. And a build-up to that, we require voluntary support. On the day itself, we require voluntary support. So there are many opportunities for the for communities to get involved in the actual healing and support of these children and their families. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Aida, for um, spending the time with us and um, educating us and um making us um, socially aware um, of such an issue in South Africa. We commend you on the work that you do. Thank you. And I just want to add that, you know, our, our motto is that children are born, but champions are made. So everybody out there has the opportunity to create a champion in, the, in a child. Young Blood 5. Saluting champions who are making a difference. Young Blood 5.